0: Oh, hi, audience. What's up? It's Greg Stero here to introduce you to the True Blue Riffcast, where they talk about amazing movies, bad movies, and everything in between. So you're listening to the True Blue Riffcast. Enjoy it. Thanks, Greg. This is the True Blue Riffcast, the number one Tracks podcast in the world. I am Jeremy, and with me, as always,
1: is... Hi everybody, I'm Dave. I'm the number 1 Rift Tracks fan in the world on the number 1 Rift Tracks I'm podcast. I don't care yeah. what the rankings on rifttracks.com says. I don't care if it says it's Jeremy or whatever. Today
0: we have an extra special guest with us. He is a senior writer at Rift Tracks, an author, a corgi enthusiast, and someone who nervously high-fived Alex Trebek and somehow still did not win on Jeopardy. Connor Lestoka.
2: Yeah. What's up, Woo! guys? How did that not play out? Oh, <laughs> it's it's because there was a guy who was a uh, a Jeopardy machine that I was up against, and so yes, I, uh, ran into the buzzsaw that was Pronger. I
1: remember. I remember you talking about that at um um the MST3K reunion show. You're like, oh yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, but um, uh, you might want to bet on someone that isn't me.
2: <laughs> oh, it hadn't aired that. Yeah. Yeah, I someone told me last night that the uh, Tournament of Champions had a one million dollar NDA for Ken Jennings and them. They they don't make you do an NDA if you're just on a normal show, but they do say if you're you know if you're if you're blatant about it, if you go online and just sort of tell everybody then they you you, you may forfeit your prize and that uh that two thousand dollars bought me a plane ticket out there in the hotel room. <laughs> yeah, so I, I no. didn't want to lose that. Well,
1: also Ken Jennings is also kind of a douchebag. But we're not here to talk about that.
0: No, we are definitely not gonna do that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we do have a uh, a decent number of questions for Connor, right. including one from a listener, and we'll do that one last. But Good boy. Uh, oh no, yeah, it's just it's just Margot. Oh <laughs> oh,
1: it's just Margot. Oh yeah. sure, yeah. just Margot. I love you, Margot.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dave and I have talked about this before, Connor. Um, but how many times do you guys have to watch movies like Sunset Strip oh, from start to finish while working on the Riffs Forum?
2: I mean, so it's, you know, it's not a, uh, it's not a front to back process the way that, I mean, people might think it would be. We, we, uh, will divide up a movie, uh, or, you know, a short, uh, into, uh, into reasonable chunks for all of us. Um, sometimes if it's a super long movie, uh, or an action packed one, like Transformers, we, we do a couple different chunks for each of us, but then, you know, we, we work on those, uh, portions, uh, on our own and, uh, we get, we get back together, uh, to review those movies before, um, whoever's recording it, records it. And then, uh, there's probably another rehearsal after that. So, you know, sometimes it depends if, if you got the first 20 minutes of a movie, you might not see, uh, the whole way through until, until me, Mike and Sean get together and, and review it the first time. So. It's not really the uh, – it's one of those questions that doesn't really have an answer because the way people imagine us doing it isn't the way that we actually do it. So.
1: Well, we're off to a great start. <laughs> the way I imagine you guys doing it is that you all uh, get into a room or like a Skype call or something and you watch the movie over and over and over and over again, like eight times all together because I'm sure that's like great bonding experience and a great way to spend everybody's time.
2: Right. That's the thing is that um, stuff like that's fun, um, but it's just not an efficient way to, uh, you know, to get stuff. Cause you might, you know, your first instinct is, you know, I work with funny guys, so their first instinct is going to be funny, but you might, uh, you you might have something better that comes along once you've stared at it for five minutes, or you might have something uh, weirder or unexpected, or there might be a, uh, you might yell out a line over the, uh, set up to a really great line that, uh, you could build five jokes of in the future. So it, it pays to sort of sit down and actually spend some time with it rather than uh, just sort of winging it.
0: What is your favorite riff not written by you? Oh,
2: <laughs> man, that's going to be a very difficult question. Um, just because I have a really hard time remembering uh, <laughs> what we're not currently working on, but, uh, I'll, 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 ponder that as we, as we keep talking and, and maybe come back to it. But, um, you know, like I said, I work with a lot of funny people. So there's there's an abundance of things to choose from. Um, but the last time I rewatched one of these things that we had done, I couldn't even begin to tell you. So I haven't even watched the uh, the ones that me and Sean have released with uh, with my wife, Lauren, yet. So it might it might take a minute for me to well, think you about You might this. want
1: to prepare her for right. Kids Guide to the Internet. Just like, okay, look, you remember when we were all kids in the 90s and the Internet was brand new? <laughs> it doesn't look anything like we remember anymore, okay? I mean, it looks exactly like it but it's going to it's going to be a shock and 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 those kids are going to dress exactly the way you get everything's just yeah. slightly
2: off yeah <laughs> yeah we 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 I, I don't really know a ton about how she first got online but uh, we have talked about you know the 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 games she used to play we both had commodore 64s growing up so we've been able to discuss that Not, same here you always played different games cuz uh my dad sort of just brought home whatever he had copied from the local you know computer club quote and uh (laughs) and so you know there's always there's from the book mobile yeah essentially so i got them at the commodore 64 mini and uh there's all these games on there i'm like what the hell were these i don't know what any of these are these aren't uh all the all the weird things that you obtained there's a commodore 64 mini yeah they came out i need to get me that it had some of the epics games we played a lot of those summer games, winter games and, uh, but it didn't have Bruce Lee, which was probably my favorite of all time.
1: I remember that game.
2: Number <laughs> Cruncher. <laughs> that was Apple. That was Apple 2GS, I feel like. That, yeah. was, the, uh, <laughs> that was the educational game that you could oh, play was in school it? for oh, some okay. reason. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Like uh, Odette yeah. Lake. Play at school. Oh, yeah. yeah. Odette yeah. Lake. Hell yeah. And
2: uh, brother.
1: <laughs> I had a question uh, in regards to a, a question that was a little bit earlier, and that's to do with like uh, movie selection. Now um a lot of times we get stuff like um you know that's just like awesome killer stuff like a talking cat or the visitor or just stuff that's just like total mondo and insanity Jeez. like god monster of uh-huh. the Indian flats and those just probably those probably you've got never get tired of watching those probably because I never <laughs> do but um let's say it's something like I don't know like sunset strip me and me and Jeremy we've been kind of talking about sunset strip and just what a terrible garbage movie it is
2: <laughs> yeah okay um
1: as far as far as movie no arguments here knows, yeah yeah as like as, as as far as movie selection goes like what's the criteria it's like okay so like how goofy does it have to be or how like how painful does it have to be or is it just like a different kind of criteria all like all together? like would the audience enjoy this or is this kind of within our price range a little bit maybe we could you know get it and uh do something awesome with it like how does that work
2: yeah so you watch stuff like that and it's essentially like uh you know where's the hook here like essentially like one how are we going to convince people that they want to watch it um and sometimes that's easier than than not you know if it's a if there's a little elevator pitch you can make for it like uh wrote uh, radical jack we essentially said it's like uh you know, roadhouse with billy ray cyrus as dalton yeah. um so that's you know that's a that's an easy way to do that um other times you just have to, have to look at where the comedy is and sometimes that might not be apparent until um you know like 30 minutes in if it if it becomes apparent that like the uh the the lead character is going to have to learn how to uh you know break dance in order to fight these villains so <laughs> um and sometimes there's just nothing there and uh you know, we, we, we review movies and recently we watched one that had some zombies in it or something and, and people were really into it. And I was like, all right, I'm going to dissent here. Like, I think that this is, is boring and garbage. Um, and it's good. by, by the time we, we sit down to write this, uh, someone's going to write and say, why the hell did we pick this? And I'm going to remind everybody of this. And so I got overruled, but I'll be damned if I'm not going to bring that <laughs> up whenever we start working on it. So it's sort of like a, you know, what, when you see it type of thing. Um, uh, but yeah you know there are some movies sometimes that uh that that make their way through i think that that uh one we just released with jack palance was uh what was that shape of things to come yeah people were people were talking about that one mike was just like well you know what the hell this is boring as hell it's just people standing on the dock of ships uh you know you know talking to each other in cheap costumes and I, i went back in in gmail and searched for it and found an email from like two years ago where he was like looks good jack palins he's always funny like and i was like well well, cast the first stone man uh i've got the receipts here so so my
1: follow-up question to that to to your answer would be then how long did it take for you guys to decide to do robo vampire
2: (laughs) oh man so yeah that was just i think that was just like is this you know this is obviously goofy these guys are hopping around but is there a uh is it too incoherent? Is it too, you know, impossible to tell what the hell is going on? And is it too sort of, you know, chop fight sequences, which after, you know, the the 10th minute of them, it's sort of hard to, hard to think of jokes for people punching each other. But I think that was sort of, uh, you know, that that was one that caught our eye right away.
1: (laughs) Now, now I would think that, uh, and this is just my last thing on this, and then I guess we can move on being something like that. I think that, the prime, the perfect example of kind of like what you're talking about right there, in in addition to Robo Vampire, would also be a fun little jaunt we like to call Star Games. Oh, yeah. Uh, because just we're just like, dude, Star Games broke my brain. I'm watching this thing and I'm like, okay, uh, they're throwing literally every, maybe every minute, at least every two minutes, they're throwing something completely bizarre and just like you had, you could not predict it was going to yeah. happen. Yeah. Uh, like at you. So, I mean, what was the experience going through Star Games and like what was your experience with star games in relation to like the movie selection process or just kept going and going and going? Uh, did it kind of, did it kind of break you guys or was it just kind of like a normal day at the office?
2: I think that was just sort of, you know, well, you, you have uh, Graydon Clark, so he's got a, a history and he's got, you know, you, you always want to check out something if it's by a director you've done other things yeah. by. And yeah, you know, yeah, that was just, you know, it, it kept going and going. You had those talentless kid actors who were related to him. You had, uh, <laughs> You know the, the the clown pops up halfway through. You have was it Tony yeah. Curtis sort of, you know, the, uh, you know, w- waiting for death, uh, but you know, filling it, cashing this paycheck in the meantime. So yeah, it did just every time they do sort of reveal stuff like that. Where, um, you know, let's say you did the uh, the the middle third of the movie or something like that. By the time it, uh, yeah, you know, the the guy in the back uh, half of it would be like, oh, you you know, you think it was weird in your section? Like you're not going to believe what happens by the time it uh, by the time this clown guy shows up. oh man Uh, I wish I had your guys (laughs) (laughs) we're lucky guys it's a a lot of fun oh my gosh
0: something that we we asked Eric and I wanted to ask you this also and this is probably going to be a tough one for you Uh, but let's talk about your Desert Island riffs what are are three Uh riffs that if you only had those to watch for the rest of your life which ones would you pick
2: Oh man. I mean, I drive a ton of joy out of the James Wynn movies just because they are so, so, um, we discovered it in such a weird way where Birdemic is the one that people are like, this can't be real. And then you go back and you, and you see the other ones and they all have the same themes and the same, um, you know, actors and stuff like that. It's like, oh no, these are real. This is just how he does it. He just got a hold of the bird (laughs) graphics for this one. And that's why it's funny. So I would definitely have to pick one of his, um, you know, uh, I'd probably pick a uh, setting up a room just because that was such a fond place in my heart. Um, it's it's <laughs> always a fun one to show it. I showed it to my to my mom, who was a teacher, and her best friend, who's a college professor. And just watching their reactions to it was absolutely incredible. And man, uh, what would a third one be? Uh, I mean you know I always have a it's i haven't watched it in forever but i, I have a soft space in my heart for uh for crossroads because that was the first one that i ever i ever wrote on and and that was you know probably the f- fifth or sixth thing we ever did um uh, but uh that was one that I had seen in college and 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 brought to everyone's attention and so I was like I, I was honored when we got a chance to do it and when i uh when they asked me to to work on it so that's a uh that that's an underrated one that I, we'll probably never take another crack at it, but uh, it's a good product of its time, I think.
1: I was about to ask that because there were a lot of Mike Soul riffs from. I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a riff tracks buff. I don't know if you know that about me, but <laughs> yeah, almost, yeah you know, it's been made yeah. clear. Yeah. <laughs> but um, back in the day, back in season one, 2006 is is because uh, I tend to break down riff tracks by years, and lately I've just been doing it by seasons. And season uh-huh. one, like that first like the like the calendar year of 2006 there are lots of like mike solo riffs i mean you guys redid you guys took another crack at uh roadhouse and the uh three riffer version of that is outstanding uh i think that there are some i think that there's some stuff back there back in the uh, mike solo riffs that maybe a lot of people uh wouldn't really take a chance on because it's you know mike solo and they're every like the audience now is kind of here for mike kevin and bill would uh what of the mike solo riffs i think probably something like point break me personally i think that'd be something worth revisiting but is there anything back there besides crossroads do you think that would be worth revisiting does does that come up at all
2: yeah i mean we talk about it i think every year i think we talk about doing uh over the top as a as a a stretch goal I, i mean i'm not we talked about it this year so we'll see if that turns up in uh when we announce all that stuff but uh you know that that's a personal favorite i was thinking about point break a lot two weeks ago because i went on vacation and took some surfing lessons so that's of course would be a favorite i was wondering whatever what the hell happened to that remake that was that sort of came and went and nobody gave a (laughs) shit but i didn't uh, i didn't see it uh, so yeah i think i don't think anybody did yeah i I, I don't think i don't think many people did yeah um so yeah that would be that would be my answer i mean you know we did uh at some point in time we took those and it's not even you can't even really just like take the script and reassign the lines just because it's it's sort of different than the way that we do things now um we did that essentially with some dvd releases at some point in time and um people were like you gotta you gotta make these gotta get these commentaries out and they thought we could just take what mike had already recorded and and say it no 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 um, no, no, no. with just three guys instead of him and those sort of turned out a little rushed i felt like because they uh we didn't. <laughs> they there was a deadline, and uh, and we had essentially uh, two two to four guys working on it at any given time. So
0: Garfield or The Simpsons.
2: Uh, <laughs> the Simpsons. I mean, Simpsons <laughs> is my favorite show of all time. Garfield, I used to read a ton of, but uh, you know, it's more of a, a nostalgia thing than it is an actual appreciation of the craft.
0: Yeah, I just had to throw that one in there. Um, <laughs> finally, our here's our question from Margo. Now to set this up a little bit, uh, in our last episode, we talked about Kids Guide to the Internet. And Dave was so excited that he could not say Connor and Sean. He kept saying Seaner and con. Wow. I I put this up because this is how Margot asked the question and I'm going to read it as she wrote it. Okay. Ask him if he has any more books in the works. Also, if he and Sean are planning to riff a feature film along with the shorts and tell him that he and Sean should please riff a short with the guys at the live show
1: this year.
2: She <laughs> really did that. She actually
1: typed out "Shawner" every time.
2: I have sympathy on a on yes. 372 pages. I, I call. I referred to. I can't even say it, but I referred to Bob Hope and Bing Crosby as Bing and Crosby. I think. Um, so, and which people have made fun of me for. So, you know, <laughs> things like that happen. Um. So the questions were again: What were the questions? Are we going to do a feature? And are you working on the any more
0: bur- on any more books? Uh, books.
2: Yeah. I yeah. So. I've had an idea for a book for a while now. Um, I, I wrote uh, last month. I, you know, it was the new year, and I, I started to write something, and uh, very quickly um, realized that writing a book is very difficult, and I, I have no idea how I have managed to do it twice already. <laughs> so there, there are words on paper and a and a, and a Google Doc, but uh, you know, I would not look for it anytime soon. <laughs> and three uh, or the feature. We'll have to see. I think people were pretty, uh, pretty receptive to the uh, to the shorts that we put out. Um, but in the future oh, yeah. just involves a, a bit more of a time commitment. So I'm I'm, I'm sure we will. But uh, we're not working on anything yet. Um, we have to have to also have to find something that uh, you know wouldn't be a uh, wouldn't be taking it out of the main rotation either. Um, there's a there's a movie I want to do that's by the guy who made Roller Gator, um, called Baby Ghost oh. That also oh, stars yes. Joe Eszterhas. Yes! Uh, that would be amazing. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. So this is the reverse ghost. of that zombie movie I was talking about. We were watching it. I'm like, well, let's f- do this one. This one is amazing. Like I, roller gator is so notorious. Like, and and people are like, no, we can't do this. Like, I'm like, all right, all right. The whole thing. Uh, you know, this is amazing. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, maybe we'll do that one. Although I don't think Sean wants to either. So maybe I'll do it myself. <laughs> well, we I don't know, know.
0: We know Mike doesn't because that's what Eric told us, but.
2: <laughs> we talk about baby ghosts all the time, but like, you know, it's a brainer to me, like, you know, it's it's like if you found julie and jack and replica and opted not to do them because they're terrible that's the whole point yeah but uh and then uh short i don't know about that i don't know what they're uh you know i'd be delighted to do it of course but uh i'm not sure what the what the thinking is for the live shows if it's just to keep it uh simple and don't surprise people with anything uh you know i'd understand if that was the case but maybe, maybe someday maybe if we do another uh, short show or something like that we'll uh we'll see but yeah, I don't, I don't know what even, I, I think we have one short for the, uh, for the live shows this year picked out and we're, we're going to have to start finding, finding ones for the other ones.
0: Right on. You were talking about, uh, your shorts. We mentioned them a few times. Um, let's take a look at, uh, bicycle safety camp <laughs> <laughs> while we, while we still have you here for, for a little bit. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I bought this one sight unseen after uh, kid's guide to the internet, which I was really excited about. Um. As was as was Dave I know and I was not yep. prepared for this short <laughs> like I didn't watch the preview I didn't read the description and I kind of wish <laughs> kind of wish I would have because I just was not expecting what I saw and heard in this short um <laughs> I actually went back and read the description after I watched it and uh, saw that you had seen this actually when you were a younger. Over at oh yeah. House. I can imagine something like this sticking with you very easily.
2: Yeah. I don't remember the first time that I thought to, you know, look it up. Like I remembered, I remembered like lines from it. Like, you know, I remembered Rebop. I remembered, uh, A or else Snell, that type of garbage. But, uh, you know, when I finally looked it up, I think, you know, it was, it was on eBay and it was, someone had uploaded a terrible version of it to YouTube. So I remember sending it to my cousin and you know, I, I put the hard sell on it last year for the live show. I, I wanted to, uh, I thought it would have been ma- made a would have made a great show. And I don't know if they just thought it was a little, uh, you know, uh, of a different era or type, something like that. But, um, I was happy when they, when they told us, you know, just do, you know, do it on your own type of thing. So, but yeah, it was, we used to watch it at my cousin's house. They had a tape from school and <laughs> we would just sit there and, and, you know, yeah, but anyway, uh, it was a, uh, it was, it was a treat to be able to, to revisit it in a, in a rift tracks capacity. Yeah. Um, so uh but yeah the the wrapping the fashion the uh the uh, the, the the bike helmets themselves are all very <laughs> of an era that I remember uh you know yeah both fondly and not so fondly I
0: think I think that's part of the reason why I've enjoyed uh your two riffs so much these shorts because like it's something that I I grew up with you know as well it's right. not like the stuff from the 50s and the 60s where yeah it's great watching these old safety shorts and whatnot but I'm not familiar with stuff from that time. You know, I didn't live through it at all. And so these these kind of hit home a little bit more to with me too. And uh can we talk real quick? Uh I love the twist, the little twist ending on this from the sponsor. <laughs>
2: yeah. that's not yeah, that, what the- that's something <laughs> I did not remember, but uh that was yeah, it took us by surprise. Triaminic cough syrup. Um, the natural yeah. source for any sort of uh you know bike head injury related uh products uh i'm as baffled as you are <laughs> like
1: like like when getting drunk on dimatap just won't work try this
2: yeah it's uh, uh. It, it, it boggles the mind I'm, i I did not look into you know who why this came out or if there was some sort of you know weird group behind it or something like that but i was uh I, I, I was just as pleasantly surprised as you are i wish there were just more short after it or i wish that endorsement had came at the beginning so we could have made uh jokes about it throughout the whole thing. Yeah.
1: It was. It was. It was definitely some 1991 moral panic bike mom kind of kind of thing. I mean that that has to have been what what it was.
2: Well, sure. I remember you know? when bike helmets became a thing, and they all looked like uh, enormous half ping pong balls you had to wear on your head, and people would make fun of you for it. So that's probably why they uh, why they had this video to make it seem. Very heavy air quote cooler.
1: I honestly was half afraid that I was going to turn into uh, one got fat, where all the kids started dying. Like, Man, you know, so time. we put
2: that out, we put that out on Wednesday and and tweeted about it and stuff, and people started making one got fat jokes, and I was like, honestly, I had completely it didn't even occur to me to uh, to call that back, even though that's a uh, one an all timer riff track short, but it just had you know it had slipped my mind.
1: Also, it was like 10 years ago. So right. <laughs> leave it separated,
0: leave them their own things. You know, that, that's right. great. But uh, thanks for joining us today.
1: Con- oh, are we kicking oh. him out already? Yeah,
2: I
0: think <laughs> he's got to run. I think he has some uh, riffs to write. So.
2: Yeah, we've got a movie. I'm going out of town next week. So I'm trying to get ahead of the uh, two titles in, in advance. So I'm working on something worth. Uh, what is the character's name that I'm looking at right now? Honest Charlie.
1: Oh, boy. So, What? To, no, no, it isn't is it really what
2: a uh, what honest Charlie would be able to get you. So. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks for having me on. Thanks for, you know, uh, supporting the, uh, the the things that Shauner and I did and uh, <laughs> for being enthusiastic about them. It was a real treat to see people respond well to them. Aside from, you know, one or two people that were like, who are these guys? And it's like, well, it's right. You know, the, the information is there if you if you care, which you clearly don't. Yeah. So
0: sometimes people <laughs> just
2: like to hear themselves type.
0: All right. Well, thank you again for taking some time out of your very busy schedule, and uh, we'll have you back
1: sometime in the future.
2: Definitely, let's do it again. Thanks so much, guys.
1: Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Hope to see you Hope to see at Rift Tracks Live.
2: Absolutely, we'll be uh, announcing those next week. So yeah, come on down again. It was a lot of fun yeah, last that's the,
1: Yeah, it, it was, man. Yeah, that's that's just guys. If you haven't been to Rift Tracks Live, live in Nashville, go. I say it all the time, especially <laughs> you, Jeremy.
0: Yeah, I yeah. Shut up. I know. And now normally this is where we would start talking about uh, some VODs, stuff like that, but we're not going to do that today. Why (gasps) is that, Dave?
1: Well, I guess it's because we have a special episode coming out on Wednesday because Riftrax is going to announce its 2020 Riftrax Live thing, its schedule, whatever you call that, and we're going to have a special episode just for that. So we'll come back and talk about all the other stuff.
0: Yeah, because we're going to have plenty of thoughts, I'm sure, on whatever movies are announced.
1: Yeah, <laughs> because yep.
0: that's what we
1: do. That's and a like- that that's a thing. And I'm probably going to watch the movies.
0: Yep. I'm Jeremy. You can find me at PB and awesome dot com. You can find me on Facebook, YouTube and Twitter at PB and awesome. You can send me emails, Jeremy at TrueBlue dot com. You can follow the podcast at TB Riffcast. And if you want to support us, you can head to slash true blue Riftcast and become a patron. And you can get fun little outtakes like Dave eating his potato chips loudly. And yes, that's things right. Of that nature.
1: And I'm Dave Chadwick, AKA Sugar Ray Dodge. You can check me out on the web at sugaraydodge.com. You can send me emails at Dodge at trueblueriffcast.com. com. <gasps>
0: Special thanks once again to Connor Listoka for joining us today. Who's that? We guy? will see you guys in just a few days for our Rift Tracks Live 2020 special episode.
1: Woo! See you then. Rock till you die. Rock till
0: you die. Rock till you die.
2: we uh-huh.